Oh my god. Okay. What's happening, guys? Episode nine, take two. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Fooled you. We're no, here. Welcome. God damn it. <laughs> I hit the play instead of the record. Come on. I'm, now. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I played Joey's into right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Myself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't fuck All right. up. All right. So like, just just a little background right now. Tony's over here. He's he's you know the tech guy, and he just had us fooled. Thought that we were recording. Our special guest, whose name I'm not gonna say right now, because we're getting him an intro, just put us live right now on his Facebook. And we've been talking like assholes for the last <laughs> four five seconds. Right? Thinking. Made us like, look like fools watching? right now. <laughs> we thought we were live. Sure, you're looking like fools. I played man. you. Congratulations. So Play we have DJ a <laughs> we got we got we got a really really special guest. This follows suit with like the entrepreneurship and especially like hometown heroes coming through. Um, since this is one of uh, Tony's friends, I'm gonna allow him to give the intro. Dun dun dun. All right. This man doesn't need an intro, but I'll give him one. Most humble guy I met. I think I met him back in Worlds. I'm not sure the year if it was 14 or 15, around way that time. Day, way back in the day when everybody was competing, men's yeah, physique, everybody's yeah. trying to get shredded. <laughs> not me, I don't know what that is. <laughs> finally just like first came out, man. Yeah, when everybody's like, okay, let's do men's physique. Yep. <laughs> so I met Joey at World Gym. Just It was just really just a hello every now and again, see you at night. Yeah. It was really short, how are you, bud? Like, but right from the get-go, you know when you meet somebody and you say hi to them, you know, like, I click with this guy. If you get me in a room with this guy for 10 minutes, he's going to become my friend. Yeah. So it was just that. Followed each other on IG. I saw his growth. I saw everything he went through. Like, his story is completely just, like, it's humbling. It's just inspiring in, in a way for me. As a so uncle, like, I'm just trying to do a side hustle. And this guy did it. He, he made it. So, without without further hustle. ado, ladies and gentlemen, we do have Joey Wilder with SD Protein Co. with us today. Joey Say hi. Everybody out there, <laughs> shout out. How's it going, guys? I can't tell you how much so, <laughs> so, um, why don't you just uh, tell us about yourself? I mean, your, your company's huge, and everybody knows SD Protein Co., to be honest, um, but... The company speaks for itself. What about the guy? What about Joey Wilder? A little background. Oh, man. Um, a little bit of background. Uh, growing up, I grew up in about 15 different states before I was 16 years old. Jesus. Um, my dad was in the military. My mom was super t- career-driven. Um, from going through that, I moved into a ton of different schools. Uh, the only school I was actually able to stay in was high school all four years. All right. And so I constantly had to make new friends. Which, which one, though? Um, I'm sorry, which high school? Palm yeah. Desert High School. Palm Desert, yeah, shout so out. they actually, uh, I mean, yeah, shout out to Palm Desert, but they demolished my school and rebuilt it. Oh, it's kind of like, those motherfuckers. Rest in peace. Now it looks like a prison, and if anyone from Palm Desert hears this, they'll totally agree. Because it's got like 18-foot walls, so the kids can't escape. They're can't escape? Yeah. <laughs> There's kids in there? Yeah, yeah, literally, literally. Probably, them out. Probably. It's, it's summer. Yeah, dude. It's but, all concrete. Uh, yeah, man, grew up, it really is concrete. Yeah. Uh, concrete, like 18-foot walls. <laughs> but, dude, grew up all around the U.S. Um, How many times did you leave school early that they had to do that? Oh, dude, like you could, used to be able to just drive out, and although I was out at noon, I would be like, man, I want to be done at 10. And I lived on my own when I was in high school, because oh, my parents were moving around still, and I was like, I just want to stay and graduate with people that I actually know, because right. it's not like my little brothers. I have two 13-year-old brothers, I have two sisters that are 25 and 23. But my Damn. brothers have a completely different upbringing than I do. They've had the same friends since they were in pre-K. They've gotten to stay in the same school district. So it's great to see what they have now, but it's I had a complete different mindset. 
Okay. Um, can, can I ask you a question though? Yeah. So having to jump around so much, uh, you know, as compared to like your siblings, mm -hmm. your your social skills, like we, we just met like 10 minutes ago and like mm -hmm. this guy's already super cool, right? So your, your social skills are very adept. Mm -hmm. Do you think like jumping around and stuff like that, like made you have to be more social and like, totally. like acclimate yeah. faster than most totally. people? And okay. I think, I think to me, like there's two types of people, some that will adapt into that environment and accept it and understand like I can either continue to make friends at new places that I go to, or I can ostracize myself and kind of be a lone wolf in the corner. Okay. Yep. There's two different ends of the spectrum. I kind of molded into one, I went into the other, and then I found comfortability in getting uncomfortable having conversations with people. What kind of like, guy were you in high school? Oh, dude, I was chubby. I was overweight. I was bullied what? in high school, actually. You were bullied? Yeah, I was bullied. Oh, bullied? bullied. Oh, I was like, yeah, damn, bullies tight. You were bullied. Yeah, oh, shit. Man. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, it's what crazy. Was... Ironically, actually, one of the guys that bullied me reached out client. to me for a job. He was a client at a gym I was at and reached out to me for a job. Joke's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was so completely cordial back to them because I never want to, like... But they say that asshole. happens all the time. It does, and it's like I'm a like firm believer in late bloomers, and I yeah. was definitely one of those. Like, dude, I posted pictures a couple weeks ago when I was like 16 years old <laughs> with long hair and my sidekick. Oh, on <laughs> your sidekick, side dude, it looked terrible. No, I was <laughs> so cool though. I had, I had the damn Blackberry curve over here, oh, bro. Dude, was... I had one of those that dude, BBM was the shit. Right? Like, that's like <laughs> that's like ping. OG ping. Instagram me. direct messaging. Dude, dude, ping was like the original slide right? of my DM. Yeah. Oh, like dude, if yeah. you if you hit a bitch with a ping, <laughs> oh man, DBM brings me back. Does that even still exist? No, hell no. Well, no. Blackberry still. Blackberry still out there. For, for what? How? Like nice old, for what? Old, old, white businessmen use if it. If you have a Blackberry, you're a drug dealer. For sure. No. Yeah. There's a yep. reason you need like 50 gigs of memory for contacts. Like, there's a reason you're using this phone that has no like data coverage That's consistently. Right. Yeah, 50 gigs and the phone was still like 40 or bucks. Or just a straight up like track phone from the gas station. Oh, like, oh yeah. No, you're no, you're probably like a hitman if you got one of those. Oh burgers. yeah. If you yeah. have that, like you're tossing it. Every time sure. you make a call, you break it in half, and throw it away. <laughs> so, <laughs> done. All right. So um, so you you moved around. You said about 15 or 16 states. Ended up in Palm Desert, which is like north of us, right? Yeah. So how did you land in SD? Um, dude, crazy enough, a girl that I met when I lived out there, her and her good friend, we were all best friends at one point, and I moved to Orange County after right. high school because my parents moved there. So I have no tie to Palm Desert. I haven't gone back since then because there's like nothing for me there. It's right. a wasteland, dude. If you stay there after high school, you're yeah. going nowhere. You yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you got to get out. It's a wasteland. You have to get out to progress at all. And people will tell you that that are stuck there. I have friends that are doing the same thing they were doing when we were 18 and 19 right now, almost a decade later. And it's Shit, crazy. We do. <laughs> and I do. Yeah, I smoke some hookah. Dude, yeah, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, so I moved to Orange County, and these friends were like trying to push me to move to San Diego. My grandpa spent 16 years out here, so I was familiar mm. with it. Right. He used to be an air traffic controller for San Diego International. Nice. Like, all kinds of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I've been in those towers, like, a handful of times, and nice. it's super cool. Now, in this day and age, there's no way you could get up there. Is it is it anything so. like Die Hard? You know, when he goes up in the traffic? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's similar, similar in certain yeah. ways. But, uh, yeah, man, I came out here to visit them. They drove out to Orange County to pick me up and everything. Brought me out. After three days, I decided that I was moving here. That's, that's all it takes. That, uh, yeah. This is where I wanted to be, and I had no savings in my bank account. At what age? How old were you? Uh, I was 23 at the time. Okay. Yeah, so it was a little bit after um, 
high school, there had been some growth, and I had gone to college out at UCI, and okay. just wasn't being fulfilled in what I was doing out there, right. and was just constantly trying to like find myself, like most people around that like prime age. Yeah. But I just always was trying to figure out like how to make an impact, and it felt right coming to San Diego. I had no yeah. plan, and it's crazy. It worked out. Like taking yeah. that leap. Although I was in that toxic relationship for like <laughs> yeah, years, yeah. that girl was actually the one. That was the age. She's the girl that originally came up with the recipe for this. Oh, don't know. say that on it. Yeah, <laughs> she might come back at no, you. No, she won't. We've already like made a, We've already made amends, dude. Anyone from my past that I wronged, I like went back and did this shedding with these people at the start of the year because I had a lot of things I wanted yeah. to work through, and if I wanted to grow into this person that I was trying to be with all these speaking events, I wanted to know that my past wasn't going to be held over my head. Mm -hmm. So I went and had these difficult conversations with these friends, these women, these significant others that I felt I had wronged and that I didn't give an explanation to because we've all made those adolescent mistakes. And with the book that I have that's coming out, I wanted to be able to share these stories (laughs) and actually have comfortability that we have you. I'll check it. I wanted to actually have like. Take me. So, anyways, going wait, wait, from can, there. I, can, I, can I say something though? Go. Um, li- listeners, I don't, I don't know if you know, but Alex is with us. He hasn't said a fucking <laughs> yeah, word. Good. I'm just. He hasn't said a fucking word. I'm here listening. I was on check. I was a little bit starstruck right now, ladies and gentlemen. Got to work, dog. Jesus. Have you ever picked strawberries for eight hours? Oh, dude. Yeah. Did you bring any with you? Though? God, God damn, damn it. it. Fire for that <laughs> shit. Oh, oh, dang. Shrinkage. <laughs> they're like, hey, the inventory is supposed to be this many. How did you take? You're supposed to pick eight buckets oh, an hour. Eight buckets. <laughs> I barely made it, damn it. You better hope they're big. Like, oh, dude. Strawberries. Look how red he is. He actually looks like he did, though, because <laughs> he's so red. Oh, hey, yeah, we'd like to see us <laughs> now. Yeah, Alex is red as yeah, shit. Back. <laughs> but so, yeah, um... So, so, okay, so I, I totally get the, the um, idea of, like, making amends, right? Mm-hmm. But how much of that did you feel really responsible for? Because being, like, an adolescent and, like, maybe, I don't know, like, messing with some girls' hearts or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's pretty standard. I, I hate to say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> girl, I mean, girl, girls do it to guys, guys do it to girls. Yeah. But, I mean. And, I mean, regard, the way I looked at it was regardless of who was right, who was wrong, that's not what it was about. To me, it was about having that conversation of that thing that I felt was weighing on me in the back of my head. Okay, so what, was, what was the most awkward conversation you had? You don't have to say who, but what oh was it, you know? Oh, man, the most awkward conversation I had was a conversation with this individual that um, I ended up leaving in the middle of the night and, like, just completely ghosted, completely disappeared. Oh, shit. And Joey knows about that. Dude, I've gotten ghosted so many times this year, it's crazy, and I'll share the story of why I think that is after, and it parlays back into the book. So basically, I just completely ghosted this girl, and I felt terrible about it, because we had a great connection, and it just, it wasn't working out, but I couldn't be genuine with how I was really feeling, because I didn't want to hurt her, and I thought it was easier to just leave. Oh, damn. Yeah, we've all, yeah, we've all been there. And this is Jeez. years and years ago, for anyone watching. You just had a lot of head nods right yeah. now. <laughs> for anyone that's watching, like, this is years ago. I was like 21 years old, I'm 27 now. For the past year, I actually thought I so, was 28, and my mom corrected me. Like, so so, so, you, were, so you, you were living with someone at 21? I was living with someone at 21. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
Damn. Okay, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. was living with her and just couldn't be genuine with how I was feeling. And, like, I wasn't in a position to move out completely, but it just wasn't working. And so, yeah, I ended up leaving and ghosting her. And years later, she's in the fitness industry. And to me, this business has gotten to a noticeable point to where it's a known brand. I never wanted this person to walk into the gym to see this logo and to feel fucked oh. I never wanted that. It was crazy. And I came to her and she smiled when I spoke to her and I was like, I just I wanna have a conversation with you. If you can just hear me out, um, if you can just maybe have coffee with me, like if there's just a couple things that I feel need Anything. to be said. <laughs> like if if you want to just like FaceTime, I just need you to hear like the Make emotion in my voice. Nah, I wasn't interested in that. <laughs> oh, um, no, she's down. actually she's dating a guy that I went to high school with. Two thumbs down. Um, what? Get out. That yeah, high school doesn't exist anymore. He was, so. he, <laughs> dude, he was actually my server when I was out on a date with another girl years later. This what guy was the? my server, and he came up and he was like, "Why didn't you tell me she was crazy?" Oh, yeah, exactly. There's no way she'll watch this. She's blocked on IG. She'd be like, Eskimo Brothers. Oh, fist bump. Man. Again, that is Alex. You know, I, 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 oh, He's here. Oh, man. He's Everybody, here. I'm here. It's just going to be like a comment here. And there Drop some Fuck you guys. Right? Like I said it last Drop time. Does anybody want to start a podcast with me? Because <laughs> these motherfuckers are getting on my last nerve. Hey, well, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to, to our guests. I'm about oh, to leave man. the, the <laughs> fucking podcast to join the space. Sports, yeah. I'll suck my balls. <laughs> in um, ten more episodes, nothing to lose would just be me. I'm gonna have a self mirror. Oh. Reflect just on go life. live and act like you're talking to the people. And when <laughs> you repost it, no one has any idea how many people are actually there. Yeah, just so just, like, just like just go oh, live. Yeah. That's true, Tony. Everything goes to shit. You know yeah. what to do. So you made amends with her. How did yeah. she take it though? Like, um. Well, he already said that she was smiling. At, so, I mean, yeah, at yeah, first, at first she was a little like closed off, like anyone would be. Right. And um, so I started with an apology, and of course she was like, "For what?" So it's <laughs> nice easy to for say, what? So. yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> nice cue <for> Drake song. Right overlay. For anybody Dude, keeping track, that's my Alexa, first. We could totally just tell Alexa to cue it. But Alexa <laughs> always is sassy with me, dude. Sassy. You know, my Alexa yells at me like randomly. I'm Alexa, Alexa, play Drake. You gay as hell. Play Africa. <laughs> play Toto by Africa. <laughs> Alright, oh, so yeah, I apologized. Alexa, shut the hell up. I apologized to LC. See, Alexa doesn't care. Alexa, uh, off. Alexa, don't give a fuck. Dude, straight up. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Thank you. Alexa, stop. Dang, you're all like cordial. Come on, Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for everybody on inside, he did go over there and stroke Alexa. He just, Alexa. like, whispered you know? in Alexa's ear. Every up, morning. He got a little blowjob from Alexa. Every morning. That's my alarm. So going... Alarm for what time? What? Oh, no, nice man. for what? <laughs> okay, so... Alarm for what time? Alexa, stop. Going back to, um, to like, you know, who you are as, like, an entrepreneur mm-hmm. businessman, like, coming from... Literally the desert, just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, yes. So, you said you went to UCI, but do you have a degree? Yeah. He does. So okay, okay. I went to school there, and I was in a very expedited program. 
while I was still in high school, I had finished all my GEs and, right. and a bunch of my upper level. And so I went to school for physical therapy there. Yeah. Graduated with that and worked in that industry as a DPT, a doctor of physical therapy, and was completely unfulfilled. And was making great money, viewed every single person that I came in contact with as a dollar amount, and looked myself in the mirror and knew my moral compass was off. Yeah. I always wanted to help people. Insurance companies weren't allowing me to do that. Insurance companies are vultures, dude. Yeah. And like, it's yeah. a terrible, terrible system we Last have. Last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it was like an internal thing. And I was always told by everyone that kind of raised me or had some type of impact in my life that you should have a purposeful business or purposeful life. Right. And I didn't feel like I was fulfilling any purpose in that. Cool. We're still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just, it just, I'm just it, the light's going to flicker a little bit. It's all yeah, good. We got, it's that's, haunted. That's so dope. It's all good. It's, it's, it's haunted. Jesus Probably. Christ. That'd be terrible. That's a plot twist. Let me uh, ask you a question here. So you're a very successful entrepreneur. You said that you've got, or not that you said, but I did a little reading on <laughs> Joey Wilder beforehand, and he's got like um, over 90 accounts with mm -hmm. like, you know, different outlets of how he vends his product. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would say that's pretty successful. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, so let, let me ask you, um, do you feel, as a person who has a college degree, do you feel like that's necessary to fulfill Ooh. being like an entrepreneur? You no. Know, because we, we, we have a lot of, no? Like, no. Like, All right. I can tell you why I think it's necessary for some people. Um, it, just like some people need a coach, some people need a mentor, right. some people need to see what a structure is like, and they need to go through the nitty gritty to really see that when you work to earn something, the yeah. fruits are worth it. Okay. I mean, a lot of, I mean, I'm just gonna say millennials, um, feel it. entitled because we give people that are in last place participation medals and so then you have these people that go into the business world and the corporate world that, oh, I want to be there. Yeah. And mommy and daddy gave them that. Yeah. And the teachers gave them A's because right. mom and dad complained the to them. Exactly. <laughs> and so now you have these people that have this sense of entitlement and they take it into a corporate environment, they take it into a business environment, and they see the summit where they want to be. Yeah. And this path to get there, they're not interested in that. They want an overnight success when, I hate to tell you, but Amazon, took 25 years to make a profit. Oh, and now yeah. Jeff Bezos, you only hear from him when he's doubling his net worth right. or when they're growing Amazon and yeah. buying Whole Foods and buying Family Dollar yeah. and buying all these things. Like, what do you have planned with yeah. buying all of these? You only yeah. hear from him when he's doing something. Right. And it's like so many people in general are focused on that. And I think having a college degree gives you a structure and that kind of strive and what you get out of working your ass off and it shows you that oh, yeah. if you work hard there's a result right so I think it's good for that do I think it's necessary no because there's tons of coaches that I know there's tons of mentors that I know that develop people and structureize their business and it's all about creating habits because sure. motivation's crap yeah. like motivation is not gonna sustain you no, you may no. wake up stoked but that's not gonna be an everyday thing anyone that says they're motivated 100% of the time, bullshit. Reach out to me one on one, and like we'll talk about if it's really motivation or if you just have good habits. We'll and see you if, if, if you're really motivated. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. And the thing is, like, I don't wake up every day wanting to work. There's some days when I don't want to open my email because I'm like, people love the product, but you also have people that want to complain. Everyone feels entitled. The customer is always right, 
is bullshit. Are they? Okay, oh, thank you. Thank you. Come on. Yeah, it's bull. It's okay. bullshit. Oh, hey, Alex. I was, I was Hi, Alex. to follow up with yeah. like, a, is bullshit. No, I'm like, are really they? <laughs> and that goes back to entitlement. We've told people the customer is always right, and we need to bend over backwards. Yeah. When do you know how many people I've told I would rather you go and support any other business besides mine? Thank oh. you. Have a great day. Uh, I've blocked them from the page, and I literally, dude, it happened this morning, yeah. and I won't share the story because it's so meticulous, and it was just miscommunication. But this person got aggressive with me, and I'm very calm and understanding and patient. Sure. But if he, you he's, attack he's, me he's in a that chill way, guy. Yeah. like I will stand my ground and articulate my words in a way that will probably frustrate you and have you be more reactive. Right. I can be fine on my end. It was just miscommunication. But there's comfortability in not catering to your customer, depending on the situation. But the customer is always right is a facade. That's not true. Like that, okay. I hate that. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Um, so I'm, other than, like he said, not having the degree, um, what's, like, good ways of, like, what I see from people that are successful, obviously sometimes mm -hmm. they have degrees, sometimes they're not, but they're good with people. They're people person. Yes. So I could see that with you. You, 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 know, how to, you know how to, you know your words. You it's, know how to talk to people. It's crazy. And I tell people, I'm a businessman, but I'm in the industry of building relationships. To me, if I go to someone with, a business proposition, it's a conversation before it's a business proposition. Because right. each retailer and partner we have, I personally know. Like, we build a relationship and build a friendship because there's trust behind that. And if you get someone behind you, your business, where a lot of people think, oh, I'm a one-man show, it's me doing all of it. Any interview you look up, I say we, I say us, because it's not just me, it's every person that supports us, that reposts us, that likes a photo, every partner we have, it's a collective of everyone working together. And so many times people have this scarcity mindset, like in business, that, oh, it has to be just me. Newsflash, sharks swim side by side together in the ocean, and they still coexist, and they're still the biggest, baddest thing in the ocean. But they still swim side by side What's and that? don't attack Facts? each other. What's that? Facts? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But dude, it's, it's interesting. A lot of people think that you need a college degree to be successful, I think it creates structure. If someone is a super irresponsible teenager, right. I can understand them needing structure, or maybe you need to let them be free and see what happens. My mom enabled me. I made every choice that I was doing because I wanted to, because my mom enabled me to be myself the entire time. Shout out to mom. Yeah, shout Love out to mom. mom. She may or may not be tuning in. So like, mom, if you are like, just disregard some of the stories that I haven't told you yet. <laughs> 22 minutes I in. Know, I know that my mom's not listening, but mom, I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, actually, my dad might be tuning in, too. Oh, my dad, hey. like, reposts all my stuff. Like, oh, yeah? Dude, his photo on Instagram is the San Diego Protein logo. Oh, he sent dope. me, like, a that's coffee dope. mug of the old logo, which I have no idea how he got it. <laughs> he got this thing engraved. That's cool. And I was like, dang, he had this, like, repurposed? Like, how to do this? But it was really cool. And your dad is also like your number one comment too. Like you post something on Facebook yeah, and your dad's dude, jumping in there right there. Like, and like, I got car problems. Son, what do you need? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like my dad's always on it. And I'm like, dang, dude, you got your notifications right. on 24/7. Man, that's so dope. Yeah, that's so dope. he's a cool guy. Like a really, really cool dude. So, who in the family was an entrepreneur? Oh, good question. No one. No one. No one. I'm no um, yeah, actually my great grandpa Joe. That I'm the only one out of my family um, that got to meet him. I believe my little cousin may have gotten to meet him. We're just losing people like flies right now. <laughs> <laughs> everyone leave. Everyone leave. Okay, um, well, you know what? Joey's the best anyway, and that's oh, one man, of two. Right? That's just the hey, Joey's. Congratulations. I finally got a recycling. 
Have you been buying Dang, new oh, recycling thank God. now? Hey, shout out. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that was Jen's idea. That shout out to Jen. It, w- it, was, yeah. it was your idea? Yeah. Whatever. He's been not recycling. Dang. It's only been two and a half months. But. Of oh, not, I thought uh, two and a half months. Okay, I was like, you're staying, man. Our ocean's dying. So, <laughs> so your grandpa Joe, or your... Yeah, so my, my great-grandpa Joe, my grandma's dad, um, he bought me my first Pokemon um, starter pack, Ooh. and I got a holographic Charizard in it. Are oh, you serious? Pass? Yeah, I kid you not. Wait, he got, <laughs> did, he got did, me did two. Did you buy any lotto tickets? Check like, this, damn. check this. He got me two. The one I opened was supposed to be for my cousin, but I opened both of them. Uh, so it was actually my little cousins, but I took the Charizard. And like. And that's what makes you an entrepreneur. But, dude, at nine years, or shoot, man, seven years old, my grandpa Joe was showing me P&Ls. And he said, one day you're going to understand this. And he was like, these are your profits. These are your loss. This is how much you had to spend to make this. This is how much you lost due to, and he was just breaking it down. And my mom was no, looking at it. So my mom, she's a very smart businesswoman. She works in real estate, does that whole thing as a mortgage broker as well. That's kind of like being an entrepreneur. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you have to gather your own you leads drive and yourself. things like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly, and she's, dude, her work ethic is like second to none. Incredible, yeah. that's who I get it from. But, Dude, I totally just lost my thought with what I was saying. Holy shit. Oh, I just uh, noticed your great. shirt says entrepreneur. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a friend's brand. All right. um, oh, oh, oh. oh. So, so my grandpa shows me the P&Ls, and he actually opened the first Tasty Freeze and Pizza Hut huh. in New what? Mexico. What? Yeah. Oh. So we still Damn. have those properties to this day. It caused a huge family feud when my grandma passed away. And mm-hmm. You know you know those people in New Mexico need that damn ice cream. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's they a need the Tasty idea. Freeze and the pizza. Yeah. Dude, it's hot down there. <laughs> Um, so, okay, I uh, also read something about you um, when you described your position. So, the story is, is that you were competing and you were just like, oh man, like, I'm going to shoot my balls off if I don't have any sugar sometime soon. Hold up, yeah. hold, up like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before he starts that, I think we should start taste the products. So, he tells us oh, the background and we taste them. I've been, I've been like eyeing that. I didn't know if they were like for show <laughs> and like, no, I no, couldn't touch it because. There was an extra box, but Damn I mean, it. this dude took one and hit it. Uh, so I, I have no idea. Oh, for Jen. Yeah, I, I will give it up for Jen. That's <laughs> it's coconut, man. What's your question, though? Go yeah. Again? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so the, the story for all the listeners is that uh, Joey was competing in physique, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I'm like, we all, we all know the struggle of um, dieting, it, it sucks, you know. So he was going crazy and he was like, oh man, like I need some sugar. All these commercials <laughs> got me going crazy. Mm-hmm. So he decided to develop what is now known as ST Protein Co. And that includes uh, a wide array of different pastries mm-hmm. that are, you know, pre- predominantly donuts, of course. But mm-hmm. um, I'm getting one of the vanilla, uh, fuck with me. But uh, <laughs> so, so uh, he, you know, devised these donuts that were made out of uh, protein and healthy things. I believe it's like um, the glaze is like protein powder and milk that he drizzled over. And then uh, the actual donut itself was like, you know, uh, something like a coconut and uh, like, you yeah, know. The, the glaze is xanthan gum, protein powder, and uh, vegan. And it's, it's also delicious. I'm eating it right now. Yeah, tapioca um, flour, coconut flour. That's pretty much what <laughs> the base it's comprised of. Um, almond almond milk is the wet ingredient. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almond. Okay, so so you were the one who like devised all this stuff and like you created the product. Like that's dope. But per this article I read about you, you mentioned yourself as being like the account manager and the marketing leader. Mm-hmm. So how does the chef in the kitchen abandon that and then end up <laughs> doing a three sixty in the damn business and become like an account manager and then uh, 
acquisitions and marketing? Like how you know, how do you um, how do you like lose the flavor of baking? You know, because like uh, this, this is like your child, right? Yeah. So the original version um, was developed by me and a previous person that was in my life. Um, it's like Voldemort. We don't just mention <laughs> names. Um, but so the first phase of the recipe. Dude, yeah. I am so grateful for the people yeah, that supported right. me then because it was not that great. And anyone that told me then, hey, it's not that great, but you know, it's, it's better than nothing. It gets I, your craving. Yeah, and it, it, it does fix the craving. So once we finally accrued some capital and made a little bit of money to where I could breathe a little bit, because it was not easy, man. Like, you name it, we had to jump through the hoop. I had like a thriving nutrition shop chain out here like screw me really badly and they're actually on their way out of business so hey, toodaloo motherfucker <laughs> yes oh, yeah I nailed it. Yo, those yeah. are shutting down yeah Nutramar. yeah and then i mean the thing is like i tried to work with them and within 24 hours oh, this is when we were still growing okay. they pulled the plug on us retailing with them and then brought in another company who had ordered from me the week before took the idea, the image and the idea of my product, added an extra unit to their package, and then undercut my price by a dollar. So it's like, dude, you uh, sent oh, that. Oh, so, I smell a lawsuit. No, <laughs> man, I outwit people. Like, <laughs> I was not shown business in a traditional way. If someone fucks you, you outwit them. And dude, I can be very smart and very intuitive and very maniacal if I want to. I used to work in the corporate environment and wore masks I was not proud of. But I okay, still wait. have that skill set. I gotta, I gotta know because this person's <laughs> kicking your ass right now. Mm. They've got three donuts per package, yeah, and it's a dollar less than your two donuts. Mm -hmm. So how in the fuck did you beat that? So, their domain was owned by someone else. Dude, I'm a huge nerd in disguise, and anyone I meet, I tell them this. I'm so into technology. I want to understand it. I know how to write script. I can do X, Y, Z on a website. I could literally have an entire website built to accept sales, anything in 10 minutes or less. I've done it for people, and it's how I've connected to influencers. I've bought their .coms and said, hey, I want to help you with your brand. Let me show you how to do this. I already own your website, and that was a big, I already way, own your that was a big way we grew because I then I come you. to them and I say, hey, I want to transfer this into your name, create a website for you, and show you how to make money. So when I was younger, I built my first website at 16. I realized how... The whole idea of buying domains worked from GoDaddy. Now Google Domains exists. Google Domains has a program <laughs> called Who Is. And if you don't hide your information, which it's an extra 35 bucks a year, who's going to pay that? It's already 12 bucks to buy a domain unless it's like a highly traffic searched domain like nutritionist.com, which I sold back in Wikipedia. 2012. Oh, nutritionist.com, oh, I owned. That? I had nutrition, nutritionist.com, $3,600. Bought it for ten. <laughs> ten bucks. Ten bucks. So oh, man, you should have held on to that to until the damn Instagram shot them hard. Man, I have so many domains right now of thriving <laughs> fitness brands. I'm waiting till they open up in certain areas. Gym like, Shark and oh, dude, no, certain no. areas that they're gonna try to I grow in, like that. San Francisco. I already own their domains. So, I contacted the people that owned this business's domain through Who Is. They ended up selling it to me. I did a fast close. I said, here's the link. If you approve it in this link, it'll send you the money once you sign over the website to me. They did. So the day these people went live, they had their website domain in their Instagram. Yeah. And I think they were trying to make themselves look like they were a lot bigger than they were. We all do it. We all fake it till we make it. That's bullshit too. If you fake it till you make it, you should just be authentic the entire time. People like to see a Preach. struggle. 
more yeah. than anything. Preach. Yeah. And so, the struggle. Yeah. exactly. And, and you showed that. Yeah. And <laughs> so I bought their domain and the day they went live, I used every brand ambassador that I had because I helped all these influencers, took the hashtag they were doing, which was protein desserts, had all of my brand ambassadors post at the same time that they went live, recirculated Shit. all the traffic from their website back to my website, <laughs> which then went to our store locator. Got them. They went out of business three months later. <laughs> and I'll never do business with Nutramart because of that. Hey man, if like we ever have beef, can you like, can, can, no, can, dude. can you do like I'm not not, not fucking leak like, my, my my sex tape, please? Type of person, like, like, can you just go to my DM and tell me what's going on? Just talk to me, man. Dude, I say this so much that it's like if I haven't worked with you at this point and you're right. some type of fitness brand in San Diego, it's either not a good opportunity. Or I don't fuck with you because you either did something to me or you did someone something to someone that's very close to me whose word I'm gonna take yeah. on it. And I really try and get to know people for who they truly are. Yeah. But too many people that I respect have shared their perspective on the methodology and the way they do business. And one girl who is a thriving influencer in the community, she's on her way to the Olympia. We were dating for a very short period at one point and she was about to get a sponsorship from one of their brands. Mm -hmm. And she came to me for advice because they literally were like backing her into this corner. Huh. And I literally negotiated this entire deal for her. She got out of the contract with them because they weren't willing to pay her. And unfortunately, we like disconnected. Right. Um, I don't know why. Honestly, she's kind of egotistical. She stopped following me and all that stuff. I've like you know? dated a few fitness girls and it's, yeah, it's not. A, it's and not a it's not a trend with all of them so I don't want anyone to hear this and to think <laughs> that I'm bashing on any of them because I think it's great for people to get involved in the fitness community but that community ebbs and flows Summer in and out of each other exactly and it's as long as you can keep your sense of self it's okay if it consumes you during that time but there's a life outside of that body sure. dysmorphia is a real thing to have a good relationship with food is healthy it's okay have someone that actually knows what they're doing mm -hmm. when they're getting you to show prep, but some people are just crazy and it brings it out more. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. Man, this is a good ass interview. <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying myself right Dude, now. Me too. This is exciting. So, so what really, what got hey, you? It's Alex. Hey guys. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Alex. <laughs> Alex is check, back. Check, check, check. Hello. Welcome back. How's it doing, man? What's up, guys? I'm back. Oh, it's stopped. Oh. Hey, man. Okay, because I'm 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 pretty ugly anyway, so I don't want them <laughs> no, to see no, you. You're good. <laughs> oh, that's that's like you're something that you tell like one of those ugly girls. Oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah. So what what kind of got you into the whole fitness industry okay. thing? Uh, the fitness industry thing. Oh man. The whole concept of the industry, the the working out, the uh, competing, um, um, and what led you to like. Let's do this. Or like, let's do the protein cookie. Um, when I did it, I was in such a weird point that I was like borderline depressed. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I was in such a down point. Um, didn't really have a plan after I left like the industry I was in and was kind of struggling and posted a picture saying donuts for dinner. Dude, I literally didn't have a lot of friends. That's all I wanted. I just wanted some people <laughs> that I knew I could reach out to and just right. hang out with. 
Yeah. And I was not comfortable in being myself. We can hang out, man. Yeah. It's cool. No, dude, no, dude I'm totally yeah, down. And now, like, I'm all about <laughs> deep connections and actually getting to know people. And, like, anyone that I hang out with will tell you, like, I put my phone away. Sometimes I'll actually leave my phone. But recently I've been taking bird scooters everywhere. Like, <laughs> so dude, I need my I've phone. literally <laughs> grinded them down rails. I feel like they say don't do the thing. Dude, I don't, that think, I I don't do. think you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, battery's gonna explode on no, you, No, bro, like, the bottom is a grind plate. Have you ever had soaps? I Those are amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Soaps? Yeah, yeah. Take it back. Damn, 1991. I'm a huge adrenaline junkie. Uh, Give me a yeah. skateboard and I'll literally yeah. kickflip like an eight-stair or something. Bird, like, let me stretch I first. I'm getting right now. I think, I think that's not a right, grind plate. I think I'm, Your account has been suspended. Right. Yeah, right? I'm, like, pretty sure that that's, like, a skid plate. Oh, but. dude, <laughs> don't talk to me about, like, suspended accounts. 24-Hour Fitness, when I left them, they tried to ban me nationwide. I've Damn. had a membership the entire time. Uh, Girl, I understand systems. Don't try to be an Wait, which 24-hour fitness did you work at? Nation, I worked at the Grossmont one as a fitness manager. Then I worked at Point Loma. What year? I know. I think that's why. I, know I think that's why you look so, so familiar. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, this motherfucker looks so familiar. <laughs> I, I like walked in. I was like, damn. I like know this cat. Where do I know you from? Like 2012. Like that a long time maybe. ago, like maybe even a little before yeah. that, I like that time period. Yeah, you you look really, f- I, I know that we have mutual friends. Yeah. I, I did the Instagram thing and a lot of people I know follow mm-hmm. you and I'm like, I guarantee you whatever. But like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah I probably, probably, probably. Yeah. probably. So you guys look familiar to it, but I have no idea like, where we've met before or seen each other. Yeah, probably know, Gross Mont, man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. San Diego's cool. a big, small place, and I've learned that over really the years. It is. And that's it's why, like, like, I tell people, yeah, don't yeah. burn bridges, because you're going to have to cross that bridge again sometime. And that's why I went through that whole shedding process of, like, writing these wrongs from my past, because I never wanted to be in a grocery store and see someone and make the decision, do I say hi awkwardly or do I act like I don't know them? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Because what type I'm of like, day is this person geez. having, and what if that's what it takes? Because, dude, I've lost people. I've had yeah. people that have like committed suicide, and it sucks. Because what yeah. if that day they saw someone, and if that person just sort of said hi in an endearing way, what if that's all it took? And why pass on misery when happiness is literally just as easy? Like I do this exercise during live speaking events, um, calling the co- it's called the coin exercise, and I have people say five things in their mind that are self doubt related. I'm not good enough, she's too pretty, I can't do it, I'm not smart enough, X, Y, Z. Now flip your hand over and say five things that are self-belief. I am good enough, I am smart enough, I can do it. Now flip huh. that over, now flip it back over. And that's how easy it is to choose self-belief or self-doubt. That's how easy it is to pass on misery or pass on happiness. Boom. And like that's why I went through that whole thing was because life's short, time is precious, and I'm constantly telling people, your money will return, your time really won't. We're here for a limited time. 100%. Damn, you know, we've been touching on that shit every episode. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's something that we really do touch on. Yeah. It's like building relationships. No structure, but that always comes around. Yeah, <laughs> that's something, that, yeah, because that's something that I, I genuinely believe in, and I always tell all my friends, and they all know about it, that life's about relationships. The people totally. that you have in your circle but also people that, like you said, they might be going through certain things in their life, and yeah. you don't know that. People don't show it on their faces a lot Not of the time. 
Um, and it's sad. Yeah, and just yeah. kind of give them that compassion, that empathy, and mm-hmm. that could help them get through whatever they're going through. Yeah. And, and honestly, like another topic that we've touched on is the Space Force and everything. Oh, the Space and I, Force. Last episode was so much better without you. Oh, by the way, sorry I missed last episode, you guys. I was out of town. Um, some some family world. some family <laughs> business, but the guys knew. So uh, thanks, Ricky, for filling in. You the best, best I ever had. Um, that, dude, third. that song reminds me of grad night. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, for, uh, I, there's there's gonna be too many Drake references tonight. But uh, so I have a quick. I got yeah, totally. I'll talk at your school. Just send me a DM. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got uh, I I got a question for you, and um, a little bit off topic, but I feel like it's very important that we all know. Um, if you had the opportunity to go to space, right, <laughs> and just travel to Mars, oh my god, would you do it? Totally. Okay, but what if there was like you go to Mars and it's a one-way ticket, you never come, come back. back? I'll be like, hell no. Yeah, that's because that I mean, it's a for sure. It's I'll never come back, or is it's it like, like it's up it's in like stone? One one of those things where it's like, oh, we need thirty people to cultivate Mars. You'll be the first person to grow marijuana. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No. Dude, no, I've no, actually no. worked in that industry. No, no, you'll be oh shit. You you'll be the first one to plant so some corn shit. on on Mars. Plant some and, corn? and you know, okay. like, some corn. and make it habitable. But like, you you're not coming back. But you're gonna be like the Mars guy. Okay. And I can start a completely new civilization. Like, what well, role I mean, do I have in this? You like, can be... Because um, have you seen the show, The 100? Yeah. Okay, that's like the image I have in my <laughs> mind. And I don't know who I am. Aren't, aren't those like yeah. aliens and they're like no, coming to... No? Well, no, these are like real people that like go Different. to another yeah. planet. Um, oh, that's what it and, is, And like, yeah. dude, they, it's, like, it's like Lord of the Flies type shit. Yeah. So I don't know what type of character I would be. All right, so let's, let, let's just assume... <laughs> That it's it's structured, it's government okay. sanctioned. You still have oh, communications with Earth, right? So like that's that's cool. I gotta pay your taxes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. taxes. You still, you still, you still got a Venmo. Interplanetary Sam. taxes. Yeah, yeah. Venmo, and those. Yeah. Wait, you're telling me that I can send a Venmo from there to here, but I can't have global Wi-Fi right now? Like that's a bullshit. I said hypothetical. All right. <laughs> All right. No, no, but in Elon's know. world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Elon Musk. Where's global Wi-Fi? Like, can we get that first? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, you, you know that he listens to this podcast. Yeah, so he, I mean, he's good, <laughs> good, good. Personal call out. Yeah. Watching right, I'm just, I'm, right now. I'm just going to take that as a positive yeah, that I Joey's would, down. So I would whatever, be down man. to go to Mars because... Two against two right now. Because right now, like, the possibility of, like, cultivating that next step would be really cool and that would be pivotal. Right. It would be an experience regardless on what happened. And I'm assuming that they've played out every odd and end and I would want to see, like, legitimately what's the probability of survival on this i would be down for it um yeah life's short that's it i'm actually gonna leave that's the only thing i wanted to know that's That's it it. (laughs) i'll see you guys later (laughs) what year did this start 14 or 15. uh 2015. 2015. you know what's crazy is i i actually remember like i I heard about your company from the jump like from the jump sc protein co about 2015 or so is when I heard about these donuts. Damn, so that's crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. What yeah, was that man. logo? It was like you said, like donuts for dinner. And yeah, like and we've kept was, the was same logo. logo. Like it was just a donut. Or um, originally, like that, or? it was like a circular logo. Yeah, and it said "Eat me" with two rolling pins. That's so it. it. Was like that's what it sexual. was. So we were pushing those lines, <laughs> and that was the whole point of it because like we were pushing barriers of what health food is and what it can really be, and that's been the whole stigma we've been against the entire time. And then my good friend Twee 
developed this logo like some odd months after and I've kept it the entire time because it really depicts what we're about and it's just a powerful logo and now this has become like a known icon in certain areas of San Diego right. yeah. and dude I commonly meet people and I actually tell you a story um, she may be tuning in so she is um, shout out yeah shout out to her. shout out to her but um, just because like it's still kind of under wraps but um, she talked to me about the business and I commonly when I meet people say that I work for them I've just been with them for a really long time and I do the social media and kind of help with the brand wow. identity and anyone will tell you that's just what I want to be known as because I ran in to an issue and I don't know if it's like a dating issue if it's a I think it's a people issue that people hear these interviews or they see a live speaking event that I'm at or they hear something or they follow me and they have this idea of who I am and this preconceived notion of what I like and what I'm into. I am who I am. I'm the same person through the phone as I am when I'm in front of you. If anything, I'm more when I'm in front of you because like I can use my hands more. I only have one hand so I can only <laughs> do so much when I have the phone. But one thing I ran into is so many people hold you on this pedestal and put me on this pedestal of things that I've done that they create this distance between us and then they lack being genuine in themselves and I can't connect with them and these are people that I know I have a connection with and I just can't get past that because they're I don't know if it's intimidated if it's a lack of sense of self or what it is but this past weekend um, I went to Pride Festival because our first store was actually inside the 30th Street. I was there. Yeah, dude, Pride was amazing. I got to see TLC. I used to live in Atlanta and drove around singing Scrubs and Waterfalls and Creep with my mom. So <laughs> I FaceTimed my mom and I actually teared up during Waterfalls because my mom <laughs> knew what that meant. She knew exactly what that moment Creep was. Creep is still me. the best song, though. Yeah, it, it, dude, the, the whole thing was incredible. And so I ended up going to this event with her, and as we're walking around, she's like, so question. She was like, how come you told me when we first met that uh, you worked for them. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, we hadn't talked about my job at all. Because I said in the very beginning, I was like, my job is my job. Like, those are things that I've done. That's not who I am. Ask me about, like, what my passion is. Like, what I really like doing as hobbies. Like, what really, like, fulfills me internally. Because that's the stuff that not many people get. Right. Because they see this business side. And business is business. It's made me sustainable. It's not who I am. And it's not what I want to be known for. I want to be known with the connections that I make with people and the impact that I'm making. And so I turned to her and I was like, well, yeah, I work with them in like a super like heavy way. And she's like, well, I listened to an interview and you were introduced <laughs> as the founder. Oh. And she was like, it just doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't introduce yourself that way. And I was like, how callous is that when I meet you if I say, what's up? My name's Joey. I'm the founder of San Diego Protein. Yeah. Seeing that you're buying the donuts and I was like, bag of tools comes to mind. That's literally the entire department <laughs> store of, like, tools. of tools. And I was like, and I'm not that guy. My only goal has only been to be another face in the crowd. So everything I'm doing is completely against what I wanted to do. Just wanted to make enough money to get by. Wanted <laughs> to do my own thing. And then eventually I started to realize that I could connect with people and I had this unique story. And I realized that when I meet individuals, I'm good at creating this space where we're comfortable to share and create just like we were when we were little kids. We were so authentic with each other that we just wanted to create. We just wanted to be. And I feel like I try and create that same environment when I'm Damn. with people so they feel huh. enabled. And dude, I can't tell you how many people have reached out to me through Instagram that I've never met, that have tons and tons of followers that are huge in industries that have reached out to me and said, hey, 
I'm really connecting with what you're saying. Would you mind meeting up with me? Like, I just, I want to talk to someone. These people have tons of followers. Yeah. They're huge in the industry, yet you have no one that you can talk to. So when they're with me, I ask these pressing questions, and I get them to arrive to these conclusions that you're not fulfilled. You're financially stable, right. but stability is not progression. It's safety, but it is not progression at all. And I could literally tell you so many different stories of people, males and females, old and young, middle-aged, married, single, widowed, of people that have these, I call it getting in your own way. You get in your own way because you can't view the issue that you're running into. You need what I call an empath. A business or someone's life needs three things. You need an empath, someone that can see the potential in what you're doing, that can see the issues you're running into but see a solution to those. Uh -huh. You need a leader to lead from the forefront to kind of spearhead the entire thing to execute and you need a visionary that can see the summit and that can work with the empath on how you guys are going to get there. Together, those things are how you can actually find fulfillment. So I ask them pressing questions. So the, the pressing questions though, is it like, um, are you high right now? Do you ever no. get nervous? <laughs> no. Are you single? I heard no. you fuck your girl. Is it true? No, I do. Maybe. <laughs> it depends. Like, how deep are we getting? Uh, <laughs> no. That's four. That's but four. That's four references. H-Y-F-R. <laughs> oh, I don't man. stop. No. I, oh, man. So, so pretty much we've got, like, real-life undercover boss. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. It's a, it's a good fucking show. It's so that's, show. that's pretty much you just kind of, like... Kind of, kind of in that way, but I get to know people. And I really want to see, like... What is it that you enjoy right. about what you're doing? What is it that's keeping you doing what you're doing? And what's keeping you from taking that leap? And so many people can't take that leap because usually it's because of one of three things. You're going to upset your parents, mm -hmm. you're gonna upset your significant other, or you're gonna upset your friends. And you don't wanna let your pride and ego get damaged. People like having their ego stroked. We're in an Instagram and a social media era yep. where you post a picture, you get a bunch of likes, you post a thing on your story, you get a bunch of views, you feel fulfilled. Right. It's superficial. People put on this facade that they're happy when behind closed doors, you're messaging me, talking to me late at night, <laughs> like trying to figure out why you're so sad and unfulfilled. Damn, so you're like you're like the the like, you know, other man for all these women. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's just women. It's men and women. It's people that feel comfortability in like just speaking openly. I got I got I got another question for you because like this this is like blowing my mind right now. How do you how do you find time? Time dude, I actually have more free time now than I've ever had in my life. He gets up at six o'clock, he does his good morning Instagram, yeah, he goes to the dude. gym and then at seven he's already delivering coffee. Is it because of how well <laughs> I'm like your business aspect um, everything is going I'm like ashamed to say I'm not I'm free not following Joey right now. Kind of, for me I I create systems. I believe in ins infrastructure and I believe in trends. So I'm very systematic in the way I do things to where I've developed spreadsheets that track trends based off current growth. I've developed delivery paths and things along those lines that allow me to project when retailers are going to need to be restocked. I've got weekly, monthly, three-month, weekly, monthly, three-month metrics. <laughs> and it allows me to create these processes and implement job strategies and how we grow, Man. which allowed me to create sustainability. And once I had sustainability, I was able to focus on the intrinsic details, which is now the next step in branding, which is curating the page to look like a blog. All of the best Instagram pages aren't people that share everything. That's what a story is for. Now Instagram has made it to where you can tell a story and you can connect with your audience, but your Instagram should look like a beautiful blog. 
They should know about your brand. They should be in the know, just like we did back in the day. Dude, when Blogspot was huge. Accurate days. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, MySpace, MySpace was just a blog. We had pictures, we had music, but MySpace was pretty much just a blog. We had a top eight that ruined friendships and relationships. Oh, well. Dude, crazy, crazy. Man. But it's crazy. Like, I have more free time now sometimes than I have ever in the past. And that's why now I fill it with connecting with people, with going to networking events, and getting comfortable being extremely uncomfortable because I really think that's the cost of admission to a meaningful life. And like, dude, there's some days when like, man, I'll get high at home and I'm like, I really don't wanna go to this event. And I'm like, whatever, I already confirmed and I don't want to be inauthentic and confirm to something and not show up. And dude, when I have people cancel on me, I'm like, Mm. Thank you. Because if I cancel on someone, there's a big like emergency, or like there's very specific situations in which like it may be okay to cancel. Like if you're just having an off day, like dude, I shared something today about triggers, and I'm guilty of it where I let some things trigger me, Um, and it's just the nature of the beast. If I feel like I can't arrive and show up in my true self. I don't really want to give that person that version of me because I don't know what kind of day they're having and what if I drain them because I'm in that place right now. Mm-hmm. I would rather do the work guy, yeah. and actually show up in the face that I want to show up in, if that right. makes sense. It's just more comfortable for me. Yeah. Also, like, uh, what do you think about that? Have you ever thought of going on Shark Tank or anything? Do you even need it or no? Even, I mean, so our issue isn't capital. Um, it was at one point. And I considered it, but there's another company that went on Shark Tank. They're called Dobar. And if you look at their page, their page is very beautifully curated. They have a ton of followers, but they have no retailers. We are in America's fittest city. And I saw years ago, they were the first ones to hit the market. And I actually was saying this to him before we got on. Yeah. Very commonly, the first person to hit the market is not the one that crushes it. You gotta use your reference. I've too. watched. Hit him with the reference. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean,. What I said to him was, sharks swim together in the same water all the time and don't attack each other. There's enough room for everyone. So many, so commonly people have this scarcity mindset that it has to be just them. And it's like, no, we can coexist. Quest Bar coexists with, oh yeah, and they're both multi-million dollar businesses. We can coexist. Whereas they went after direct to consumer, which is just an Instagram following, and they oh, do like these very ordering like orders, like yeah, specific like orders? just online uh, and yeah. things like that. And they have very beautiful branding and packaging. And we've done things that are designed in their image, but we were never directly competing with them. We're in the same environment, but we're two completely different products. So whereas they focused on that, I focused on retail because the goal was to develop brand identity. Right. Now that we have brand identity. We're going to be coming out with a proprietary blend and a baking mix, which you're going to be able to make your own protein creations, which we can put on the shelves for up to three years inside Costco, (laughs) and then do that push. And so now that we've created brand presence, I don't want to grow retailers. I'm pretty sure, guys, that was just a... Uh, all access exclusive right there. <laughs> a little mean, sneak preview. Goddamn. That's, that's what the, the goal is to have people be able to create their own protein treats. And so it can come in the form of donuts. It can come in the form of cookies, muffins. I have recipes for all of this stuff that I haven't come out with because this is what we're known for. I could easily come out with that stuff, but why would I come out with it when I want to share it on a blog month over month and have you recirculate traffic to my website, which then I can use ClickFunnels 
And if you click this and go to any other website, oh. I have a buddy that just Damn. used ClickFunnels and made a million in six months, and he got indicted into the Hall of Fame of ClickFunnels. <laughs> so, so, so he beat me by one point it. on a game <laughs> show. So if Nate watches this. Yeah. On, on a game show? You were on a game show? I was on a game show called Boss Battles. Huh. And so it puts entrepreneurs against each other. And it's actually next Friday. If you guys want to go, I'll take you guys with me. It's in the Idea One building downtown. It's Down. super sick. Down? Super Down. sick. It's a live showing. It's super fun. Um, it's like a networking and mixer after two. So if oh, you guys want to hang out. Oh, you got to wear a suit. No, you don't have to. <laughs> I usually just show up in like shirt. Maybe this. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the only time he wore a suit was for his profile pic on yeah. IG. That's the only time, <laughs> only time in my last speaking event with the founder of TEDx San Diego. But um, kind of have to. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> I just wanted to present myself in a certain way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's the goal is to come out with this baking mix to let people make their own products. But we still have a sustainable business here, so that's merely another avenue of the business. And I just want to come out with that because I want to create sustainability, not just for myself, but for the people around me. I want to be able to help my mom. I want to be able to live without financial constraint. Like I'm now in the position where I just want to travel. Like a few weekends ago, like a good friend of mine graduated and she passed the bar. So now she's a big bad hey, attorney. Congrats, yeah, hey, shout congrats out. Taryn. She may be watching. And we took a trip to Mexico. She had never gone to Mexico. Sick invite. Yeah, dude, it was, it was fun. We went down to Rosarito. I kid you not, I got second degree burns on my entire body. From? Mexican. The sun? From, from, like, from Mexicans? They burned, they burned, <laughs> they burned me, bro. I barely made it back. Let's share that story. No, dude, um, I sat in the sun for too long, dude. I was beat red, and five days later, I was still burnt. And, dude, I went to the gym because I thought I was okay. Oh. I came out of the gym, and, like, I thought I was chill. I thought I was just a little hot because I had worked out and took pre-workout. Dude, I took my shirt off. I had fucking boils. Oh, oh my god. Dude, I called my friend because I was like, That's that pre workout. Oh dude, I, was, I called my friend because I was so scared and I was like, I'm really scared right now. Can I like come to your trauma bay? Can I have you help me? And dude, I came in and they started rubbing like vitamin E on oh. me. And dude, I was so I literally was on the brink of tears because I was like, what do you mean my skin is like peeling off? Am yeah. I going to scab? Is my whole upper body going to scab? Dude, I was scared because I don't How'd you take off your shirt? Dude, I literally just like, like <laughs> rip it off. Cut it! Cut it! Cut it. Dude, dude, oh, I like the shirt too much. I cut it. Dude, I would be that guy with like first degree burns. Like, no, let me take it off. It's one of one. It's inside. I'll die before you cut this. Yeah, bitch. right? I'll die. I'll kill you. But yeah, dude, so I went to Rosarito and had these intense burns. And I just am so focused on like just having fulfillment, going on trips and having experiences. Because cool. now I mean business is to a sustainable point. And it's sustainable to the point where I make enough to get by. Cool, still going. I make enough to get by and I'm fulfilled with the entire thing. Yeah. And I'm constantly preaching to people, when do you get to the point where you have enough? Same thing, we're focused on the summit. What, what, is, what is enough money making it? Is it six figures? Is it multi six figures? Is it a million? Man. What do you need that amount for? When you're there, are you gonna be happy? I went to this, dude, I had this huge awakening at the start of the year um, at this event called Spiritual Hustle, and it's where spirituality meets business. When you go in the room, you can't introduce yourself based off what you do for, your, for work. You introduce yourself and what you wanna do. So mine was, my name's Joey, and I just wanna hug the world. I want to make a difference. 
based off that, whoever you connect with that day are who you go through the exercises through or go through the exercises with. And from being at that event, I met multiple people that had these multi-million dollar businesses that were shutting them down and dismantling them because they were unfulfilled. They got to this financial standpoint and thought they were gonna be happy, had the Ferrari, had the fucking $10 million home in La Jolla. It was an amazing home and threw it all away because he wasn't happy. He thought this entire time that's what he wanted. Oh, he would numb no. himself yeah. with alcohol. And he even said, does it give me the ability to live a certain way? Yes. But I could have had this five to seven years ago. I didn't need all of this. And I spent all this time becoming this person. And he was featured in Forbes. And I spent all this time becoming this person that people couldn't connect with because he was all the way up here and he was unattainable, even to the point where years ago when I met him, I didn't want to connect with him oh. because I felt that disconnection. And when I connected with him at the start of the year, when I separated um, with my ex, which was super difficult, I had a ring and everything, and oh, I was ready. Oh, no, no. I chose to separate, and we can share that whole thing because everyone asked me about it in a one-on-one setting. It, every time he goes live, somebody in the comment section mentions that. Yeah, they <laughs> mentioned my ex-girlfriend because, dude, I literally was like, you know, super in love with this girl. I did the distance thing for almost a year and a half. Mm. Like, she was in San Jose. Okay, we, I was grew, about to we ask. grew a lot together. And I chose to throw in the towel on that. But it's crazy. Had I not ended that at the start of the year and come back, I would have not gone to this event. Had I not come back two days early, I would have not gone to this event. I would have not met this group of people, which later on got me to this other event that had the founder of TEDx San Diego in it, um. which later on got me into the storytelling program, which now is going to be me sharing my story on TEDx in hopes to get on TED Talk. You're going to be on a TED Talk? Yeah. So TED, TEDx. TEDx Damn. is a step before <laughs> TED Talk. TED Talk is like Simon Sinek, and yeah. I'm not there yet. Sheesh. But We got him first. <laughs> it's, it's humbling. Don't forget me. Because... <laughs> I literally, had I not come back those two days, had I not sat her down and had that conversation, realistically, I had this meeting last night with one of my friends who when I separated, he was like, dude, what happened? <laughs> like, everyone thought that was it. I was set, that was what I was doing. And I realized, and I told him about five months before this that I see it on the way out and I don't know what to do because I can see that we're both going different ways. And I realized that I fell in love with the potential of who she could be. No. Damn. Yeah. Real talk. And we helped each other grow a whole lot, dude. And she showed me that I can trust someone again in a relationship. Bro, 674 miles away, <laughs> I can trust you <laughs> completely. I never once had a doubt in my mind. Not once. About like fidelity? Infidelity. She worked in a nightclub. She also had her daytime job. She would go out with her friends. They would bump low. They would do all that shit. Like, Sorry, mom. <laughs> just, just remembered that was there. Um, no, she already knows. But I never had that uncomfortability that like anything was gonna happen, and it's just because I try and go into things now without expectations of what okay. may happen or what may not happen. And when you live without expectations, it's so much more fulfilling. So what, what direction were you going in and what direction was she going in and how come you couldn't remedy that? Um, she was trying to find herself and what she wanted out of life. Is she younger than you? Um, 
about the same age, probably like 27 days older, if anything. Oh, so she's older than Barely that, that. yeah. Ah. But is, she's, is this saying your right age? Is it? Huh? Is this what you, knowing your right age, or is it, you know how you said your mom had it correct you earlier this year? Oh, so yeah, this is my right age, yeah. <laughs> dude, right. I thought I was 28 for the past year, and my mom had to correct me, and she's like, no, you're 27, and I was like, I fucking time traveled. 27 again. <laughs> Look at my ID, mom. Yeah. No, yeah, 27. No, I told her, no, she was like, okay, idiot. You were born in 90, your birthday's in September, let me do the math for you. And I was like, You got okay, all these okay, spreadsheets. Okay, okay, I got it. Like, yeah, right? Birthday. And I was like, Mom, I'm great at everything else. And she's like, Yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I can't even remember your age. But it's, it was one of those things where I realized it was on the way out, and we just started getting evil with each other. We started to lack the patience and understanding that we once had, and the communication that we once had, because we both realized it was on the way out, and so I sat her down because I wanted to be a better man than I was in the previous relationships. And I've reinvented myself and grown time and time again. And dude, I've been guilty of infidelity in the past. I'm not gonna lie. There's people out there that I still haven't gotten to connect with that I'm sure have their opinion of me. Yeah. But now I've passed on so much good and given so many people the authentic version of me that anything those people have to say, there's an army of people behind me that are ready to say no because he's done XYZ for us that may have been who he was but you can't hold him hostage based off the past yeah. right. and that's what so many people do people can reinvent themselves okay so I I've guess done I, it. that's like begging the question here um, so anything anybody's ever done in the past you feel like can be made up for to an extent to an extent uh -huh. the pain that you cause someone emotionally can scar extremely deep depending on how you deal with it um, it depends on the person and the depth of their relationship and also your delivery on it. If you're going to someone to apologize, your delivery could mean everything because someone's going to tune out within the first 60 seconds of what you're saying. So if you don't pull them in with the story, because it's anything you say, you have to tell it the right way and you yeah. have to captivate them through vocal tonality, through body language. Like these Attention. behavioral psychology things are real. <laughs> And it's one thing that I tune into, like that emotional intelligence, like everything, cognitive therapy, all of that. Like I want to know people and connect with them. So I want to understand why we do certain things that we do yeah. from like a sociological standpoint and a that, psychological standpoint. That makes sense. So not to get too specific, but like what happened? Like, I mean, I understand you guys were grown apart, but like. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know could, what? Obviously, we, you could tell he's a girl and a yeah, girl. Right? Yeah, right. Like, uh, what happened? Yeah. Like, Becky, <laughs> what happened? No, but really. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, everybody who keeps bugging you when you're good morning yeah. shits, uh, listen. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it was ages ago, and it was my choice. We were growing apart, and before we got to that negative point where I use a small issue, or she uses a small issue to scapegoat me and say, that's it, we're done. Can like, I have an example? That was the last straw, like... Oh, you didn't text me back for 24 hours and I saw you were on your story. We're done. It's so easy to use a small issue because we don't want to be authentic and share this is really where I'm at right now. Because yeah. I think that's going to hurt you more than me just ghosting you and kind of drifting away and like pushing myself and creating this distance or going out and doing something, going out with your friends because you know it'll piss her off because you want to get that reaction. Have her pop off because she was Colombian. She was from Bogota. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. I know, dude. I've learned my, I've learned my lesson. Well, but well okay, hold on, hold on, because I'm, yeah. I'm about to use your damn example right now. Um, if my girlfriend's listening, if you don't text me in 24 hours and I see a damn story, we are done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, and I mean, I would never do that because I am a 
dude, I will respond to anyone and everyone. But one thing I tell people is, if you message me on Instagram and I respond to you, but you give me shit for not responding to your text message, it goes to the same fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm responding to you on one thing or the other. If yeah. you Instagram message me because you can see the read receipt and I see it and you see that it's red and it's late at night, I'm probably playing Fortnite. <laughs> Let me chill. Like, it's the only time of the day that I'm actually selfish with my time. And dude, some of my friends FaceTime me and I literally set them on my laptop while I'm sitting there playing Fortnite. Like, I have this great six and a half foot, like, love sack thing in my room, and it's perfect. <laughs> and we're going to kick into your yeah, place. Yeah, I have, like, a giant AC chilling in there, too. Oh. Got this cute little puppy and a cat. What, what kind of dog? He's a part terrier, part corgi. What? Okay, I, I don't want to get too specific, because who, who knows who's stalking your ass already, but what part of San Diego do you live? Like, what, 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 what did you choose? I live, like, North Park, like, Normal Heights area, like, no. right down near the Vaughn's. Right down the area. Yeah, well, so in the don't, area. Don't, don't say that. You know, um, people might be watching. Okay. They creep on me. Dude, who knows? Who well, knows? Seems yeah, like you're pretty level. Oh, there you go. He's a creature of habit. So. <laughs> Great time for the uh, Insta feed to shut the hell <laughs> off, right? Ah! <laughs> so. What? What? Right. So what? So what? <laughs> so. Normally, we didn't uh, we we didn't touch on like a little roundabout of shit that we want to talk about issue wise, um, but that's cool because he still has was, way more. Like, yeah, yeah, no, know, no. We don't even know much about him. Like, we can keep going about just where he wants to be. Physically. I feel I, I feel like genuinely I would want to hang out with Joey. Like, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm always down to hang out with anyone and everyone. Anyone and anyone, especially another Joey. I yeah, honestly, okay, to be honest, I've never really met a Joey that I liked who wasn't me. Yeah, I've, <laughs> met, I've met might. Joeys that I really don't like either. Actually, there's one that I like. Um, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's a cool dude. He's a, he's a yeah, really cool down-to-earth guy. This is taking forever to save, so piss me off. Well, <laughs> nice. Saved it. Got him. Got it. Cool. Well, sure. what, what I'm saying is, you know, one Joey to another Joey. What? You know, Joey to Joey. <laughs> Joey to Joey. Can we right. chill? Can I kick it? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. No, dude, I'm, I'm so down to hang out. Like I, I'm down so for you, anything. You, you like seem like a really chill, very spiritual guy, and like I can appreciate that. And mm-hmm. you said previously you attended Pride. So did mm-hmm. I. Uh, very tight with the gay community. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends, except for like these two assholes, are all gay. It's, yeah. it's totally cool. <laughs> I, I can't. I honestly can't wait to the day I get married. All my groomsmen are gonna be like a row of gay dudes and right. these two guys. Like, uh, it's, it's, yeah, you, you guys know. gonna have fun at that place. These gonna be some tight They are gonna touch your ass. Okay, everyone's gonna be full tapered. It's like compression. So oh, no, it's, but. Uh, I was no, I would not give you a blowjob. Okay. <laughs> That's when everyone's tuning in right now. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me just, let me just clear thing. It is my turn. That's the fifth okay. word. That's the fifth word. My bad. No, oh, so, um, so what I was going to get around to, though, was that I was at Pride, you were at Pride, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole premise of Pride is, like, equality and being together and all yeah. this, like, love and all this bullshit. I've never seen so many fights in my life <laughs> about <laughs> petty bullshit, and it was like dismantling the entire pride. Th- it was really? so I didn't fucking, see any of that. It was so heartbreaking, man. I also blacked I can't... out on Saturday. Uh, what, did you? It's, I've only blacked out yeah. three times in my life, and Saturday was it. Someone... Saturday was the third one. I Damn. ran into so many people I knew. I woke up, and I was in a group text with like seven phone numbers I don't have in my phone with selfies I took with people. <laughs> dude, I have no idea. It was I, like the hangover, but Dude, I got edition. out at 1 o'clock. 
I woke up at 9 p.m. that night in my bed. Uh, like, how did you get home? He doesn't know. Does it? <laughs> Someone told me, I forgot who it was, but they went to Pride, and it's like, I never seen so many people do coke out in the open as much yeah. as I did. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was under, so my buddy and I, we got into the actual parade. Like, bro, I'm walking in the parade. We've got oh, okay, 100 okay. foot, 50 foot Pride <laughs> flag, and I'm underneath it. There's people bumping coke next to me. There's people <laughs> taking shots, and I'm like, hey! <laughs> dude, everyone's super friendly. And like, it, dude, it was a blast. I had a fucking blast. They really pour heavy in Hillcrest too. Was that your first Pride? No, I've gone to Pride in SF before. Oh, mm. no. How's it compare? SF is crazy, but I feel like I like San Diego more because I know San Diego and because it's home. And smaller. Yeah. I got, I have, I, have, I have a question because like your company, like yesterday. You have another question? Man, I got so many questions. <laughs> what the, f- all right, anyway. <laughs> Your brand is called San Diego Protein Company. Mm-hmm. So, not being from San Diego, what made you <laughs> grab San Diego by the balls and say, you're on my brand now? Um, I own you. It seemed like a catchy name. Wasn't it, wasn't it SD Protein Company before? Um, has, has, has so, it, it was listed that way on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, that's, that's where I've seen And, like, it we then. own the domain for sdproteincompany.com. Like, we own multiple domains that all recirculate back to our website. Our LLC is actually the protein company. So, that's our LLC. We that do seems business. real general for yeah. you to... So, we made it that because Damn. eventually, one day, there's going to be San Diego Protein Company... Orange County Protein Company, Boom. Tennessee Protein Company. You heard it first. You heard it here first. Okay. And Ladies it's and like all of these things can fall in line. If there's a proprietary blend for the mix, it's super easy to send that out, send baking instructions, send frosting instructions, and optimize the entire process and if we want to do that. Behind the scenes, you're going to hire yourself as like a cashier somewhere in like <laughs> Tallahassee, yeah. and then you're just going to you're gonna be the, the founder. And yeah. yeah. Do you just, do the whole uh, fitness expo? No, dude, we've never once done a fitness expo, and I've never once paid an influencer for any post on their story. I think that's bullshit. And I'll actually touch base on that. So if someone calls themselves an influencer, and they have a ton of followers, because I've met them, I've met them all, and I have nothing against them, but I would gladly share this with them face-to-face. If you're an influencer, and you have not made a dollar from every one of your followers, which means if you have 174,000 followers and you have not made $1 from each of them, get the fuck out of my face. You're not an influencer. Because we have less than that, and we've made substantial amounts in the last four years to where it's sustainable for me and about 13 other people. And so now that it's sustainable, for you to say you're an influencer, no, you do that shit for the gram. You don't know how to brand yourself. I probably own your website. If you're a large influencer and you have over 120K and you're in San Diego and you don't own your website, I probably do. Contact can me. You, can, can you buy uh, SashaGray.com and give that to me? Dude, <laughs> dang. Probably, you can look it up and see who owns it and you can make a bid to them. I got $4. So <laughs> in that sense, what people do, like say they have a domain and then if they want that, do they pay you like... Um, so like, I can like not 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 all right, but mm-hmm. yeah, like pay you like I don't know like a monthly payment, kind of like a rent kind of thing. Um, so it depends. Like I a mean, lease? <laughs> I could I could do something like that if like I want. Let's say if I wanted to develop the entire website and say, hey, I'll uphold the email for you. I'll make sure all traffic is circulated into the website. 
I could do something like that, but I don't want to coddle someone along the way and have them be like, why am I not successful? Well, you suck as a person, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, your brand. I'm carrying you. Like, yeah, and it's like, I've done that for people where I've gone in and I've built their entire brand, mm -hmm. and it's like, I did it for someone and she literally wouldn't even post it in her bio, and it's like, great, I'm glad you have a supplement company that's not paying you in your bio and not your own brand. Oh. And it's like, he I helped you so milk. much, I literally <laughs> was paying the monthly like fee for her Shopify website to stay up like and it was ridiculous you can lead people to water but people lack execution people lack discipline and they lack consistency can I, let, me, let me ask you something because like you've been helping out like a grip of people just based on the last like I don't know hour that we've been chatting mm -hmm. do you do this just to do it like yeah you know, do, you, do you just straight up or you're like hey like you're my friend I'm gonna spend X amount of hours you're doing it right now man he didn't have to like he didn't have to spend time with us like a yeah, small ass podcast yeah, no, like no, us no, true like, but you know <laughs> on like a what's well, funny because I was at work and then one of my coworkers. No, I'm not saying that it relates to you or anything but he had like a, two people come up to him and they're like oh yeah like I have this men mentor and then and then that mentor has a mentor and mm -hmm. then like it's kind of like, were they like selling you like a pyramid scheme kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's people that do that. And I have friends that are in the coaching space and the mentoring space when some of them have great programs and some people need to be managed. That's the point of a coach or a life coach or something like that. Some people need to be checked. You need an empath. Yo, someone wild. that can view the issues. Okay. But I have such a strong network of people that I'm comfortable going to and saying, these are the issues I'm running into. I put my ego aside, because I honestly have shed my ego so much to where if you like me, sick. If you don't, that sucks, because I still wish you nothing but the best. But if you don't like me for some way, shape, or form, or something I said, talk to me about it. If you just don't like me because you don't like me, fuck you too. Like, <laughs> I don't like you either. Man, I I just, I just feel like you would be the best person to break up with me. Like, you know, like everybody, everybody else would say, oh, man. but you would be so nice about it. I just know. And I think the one thing that's pissed off women that I've dated is that while they're sitting there yelling, dude, I was like raised by a military father who was in the Marines and then special forces. Okay. If I went over this tone with him or got a certain way, gun for this guy beat the shit yeah, out of me when I was 18, you. literally. Like, him and I got in a fist fight when I was 18 because I thought I was tough. I had just graduated high school. Oh, sorry. Dude, my dad whooped my ass and still to this day <laughs> will probably whoop my ass. But when I was nine, he wouldn't let me handle a gun until I could take it apart and put it back together. So at nine years old, my dad taught me how to take apart a handgun. He taught me how to take apart a rifle. Like, I was shooting guns and grew up with them. So I'm comfortable with firearms. Do I condone them? Not really, but I don't really care right. on it. I grew up around it, so there's comfortability in it. Right. But it's that calmness pisses people off a lot. Yeah. Because if you're sitting here yelling at me, I'm just like, okay, you know what? Oh. It's tense. <laughs> Let's take five minutes. I'm going to go out here. Let's write down five things we want to address. I'm going to pass you my five things. You pass me yours. I did that with someone, and my paper from her said, fuck you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to interject myself. I'm going to give all the listeners and maybe even you a pro tip. Maybe oh, you can learn man. something. So try this bullshit, right? <laughs> so let's say you're driving on the road and someone does something stupid. Normal thing is like, oh, I'm going to flip them off. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. fuck you. You know, whatever. Okay, next time, just do this. Give them a thumbs down. Oh, People man. go bat shit <laughs> when you oh, do that. Man, dude, now just I want to do that. Drive, drive next to them and just do this. Like... Oh, you know, like you oh, suck. Man. They fuck. They go. Oh <laughs> shit! 
Give him a thumbs down. <laughs> Tell him the Joe he sent you. Oh, man. Because <laughs> they want you to flick him off. They want you to yeah, cut that. Uh-huh. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. You're just they go batshit over that. It's the best thing. I swear. It could be a movement. It is thumbs, thumbs down movement. The thumbs, thumbs down, down movement. movement. I'm gonna start printing T-shirts. <laughs> I need you to build my website. <laughs> he already bought the domain, so don't. Oh. <laughs> he already got on our domain. He probably texting his people like, "Hey, we need to get get, get on this domain, dog." <laughs> Find my four domains already at the end of this. <laughs> Dude, I have so many sitting on like different emails right now. So I lose track of them. There's another thing on your Instagram. I don't know if we can mention it. So you have the SD protein, and then you also mentioned the other page. Um, so I have uh, the Maybe Me Foundation. Right, touch and on that. The Maybe Me Foundation um, is a nonprofit that I started that is meant to enable children um, that thought maybe me. Because I was one of those kids that thought maybe me, maybe I could work myself out of misfortune. Maybe I could make a difference in the world. Maybe I could graduate college. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could have friends. Maybe I could date that girl. Right. For children that are constantly wanting more out of life. But to me, I think what saved my life was child development programs and sports. And I think everyone has had someone walk up to them in a parking lot and try and sell them an overpriced candy bar. Right? True. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to do it for my church. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to do it to get sports yeah. gear. I'm trying to do it for my children to get this. Dude, I literally give those people any cash that I have Dude, and I me ask too. them to go home because it's like, I don't want candy bars, like, but I want you to like have sustainability and it sucks. And so the Maybe Me Foundation, the goal of it is to enable our youth because I think if we don't enable our youth, we're fucked for our future. And if we don't yep. enable them to have empathy and to actually be genuine and to actually be comfortable and create, yeah. we're setting ourselves up for failure. And I think if we can enable them through these development programs and we pass on empathy and just genuine kindness and just enable them to be themselves, we're setting ourselves up to have more leaders. Because if they've been enabled the entire time psychologically, if you have that enabled background, mm-hmm. you are going to want to enable others. You are going to feel empowered. You're not going to lack self-confidence. You're not going to lack self-belief. It puts your brain in a biochemical state as you're, as you're being raised. And so the goal of the Maybe Me Foundation is to make that difference through a series of different things. I also want it to be a platform to where if you go to the Maybe Me Foundation website, right now it's only got an email subscription list, but I want it to be a hub for community events, park restoration, beach cleanups. I want it to be a hub for anyone to go to that wants to help in the community. Also, we're going to do some fun events. One that we're gonna do is a donut eating competition, and this is where we tie the two businesses in together, and we get double exposure. We get the exposure of San Diego Protein hosting this event, we also get the exposure of helping and enabling children through a fun way of eating donuts. X amount for the buy-in, you show up, people eat as many as they can, we're still trying to figure out the metrics on how we wanna do it, but it's gonna be huge. You have a low dollar amount buy-in, we're gonna turn around and donate that all to the Boys and Girls Club of San Diego. Wait, wait, wait. That, why, why the Boys and Girls Club? We're going to work with different entities each time. We don't just want to work with one because I think that's limiting others. It's kind of like a gym. We go to different gyms and support different gyms because of how comfortable we are. 10 pounds is 10 pounds. To me, an organization is an organization to a mm-hmm. certain extent, but I want to work with these organizations that are making a difference. The Boys and Girls Club, the Big Brother, Big Sister program, because I am a part of that program and I have two bigs or two littles 
I guess. And it's <laughs> I got so confused. <laughs> but um, that's the whole goal of it. In addition to that, I want to do these gala dinner events where you pay per ticket, you pay per plate, because it'll be a hosted dinner, and you pay for the speakers that'll come. Because now I've gained this very large following to where someone that I've played Fortnite with frequently is the co-founder of Flavor God. Before he sold it, he was the co-founder of Flavor God, which was the first the spices, right? spice the, band yeah, yeah, brand yeah. to be out there. I've gotten close to him through Fortnite. I've hmm. gotten close to people that had a hand in Buff Bake through making friendships with a certain fitness brand. And these people have gotten to be a text message away. The founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the founder of TEDx San Diego, Sheesh. who would be willing to come and share a story of how they were a child that thought maybe me. And if I can bring these people, I can have a high ticket price, which is also going to be donated to charity. So any smart businessman that shows up understands anything he donates is going to be a write-off at the end of the year because he's a businessman. Yeah. So we'll do this thing called a paddle bid, where a paddle bid gives everyone to have an opportunity to participate. So you start at 10 grand, 10 grand, 9,900, 9,800, 9,700, all the way down mm -hmm. to 1,000, 900, 950, 800 all the way down until you get to $5. So everyone gets a chance to bid. You're not bidding on anything other than the chance to make a difference. And uh, we can do this and really kind of entice that environment through the stories that these people are gonna tell. While these people are enjoying dinner, they're enjoying these stories, we can bring some kids out that have already had their lives changed through the Big Brother, Big Sister program, through oh, the yeah. Boys and Girls Club <laughs> Development program. So I'm like I'm like down for the donut eating. I mean mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry I'm just gonna you can give me the belt right now. Yeah, give you the but, belt. But uh, for all of our viewers and for us three, pretty much um, for the gala dinner, that mm -hmm. sounds like really eccentric. Mm. Is there gonna be like a spot for us peasants? Yeah, no, there's <laughs> a spot for everyone, and that's the thing is like I don't want it to be this we're, high we're ticket price. I just <laughs> want it, I just want it to be a place for people that want to connect to come to, yeah. anyone and everyone. I'm not about withholding an event or making something an invite only or anything like that. I want people to come and meet people that otherwise you would not be in the same room with because you have the opportunity to be in the same room. True. And at the start of the year, I started this thing called San Diego Meetup, which it's just, I didn't, I honestly didn't have the time to curate a monthly meeting and invite all of these entrepreneurs. <laughs> I didn't have the time to do that month over month when I'm not monetizing it. I'm taking time out of my day. I'm renting a venue. I'm hosting the bar. I'm speaking. Meetup. And so San Diego Meetup has now been taken over. San I Diego think, Meetup I is think still I've heard thriving. of that, but like, don't they have different things like for like yogis and mm -hmm. for like painters? And like, don't That's meetup.com. Like yeah, so. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, uh, yeah. so never San mind, Diego Meetup has been taken over and is now coffee and commerce. And so they meet in different coffee shops around San Diego. Uh, we were doing the same thing and I literally just integrated them. I told this girl, I was like, hey, I, I don't have the time for it. I'm not monetizing a coaching program like you are. I'm doing this to do this and to connect everyone. And so when I started doing that, I started to realize that people just want to connect. Yeah. They just want to meet people. It really does come down to who you know. And oh, I've seen that swinging, time and time again. The, the, whole, the whole point of the podcast, right? And we're dude, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I brought these people to the event and three of them started doing business together and it's like each event we had more connections and more connections that were happening Damn. and people got to put a face to the person they were following on instagram for so long and actually see that they're a real person i didn't get anything out of it yeah i knew all these people already yeah there were a couple people that showed up that i didn't already know and i even told them i i don't know what value i can bring you 
I, I don't know much about the industry you're in or the space you're in, but I can connect you to someone in here that might be. Right. And it's like we had people that started a cannabis dinner and information-based event, and they're very big in the cannabis space, and they just connected with someone else that is also in that space who's a chef. She's been trying to do these dinners, and she connected with a chef there mm-hmm. that's already doing cannabis-based dinners, but in his home. Dude, I, I think I, I think I met that lady. Chloe? <laughs> Uh, is she is she gay? No. Oh, oh no! no I, I like met this uh, lady for Pride, obviously, who like does like the, the weed dinners, and she's mm-hmm. holding or like hosting an event. She just got back into town. I've got her name. God, there's I, a I, couple. I have Ricardo. There's a handful of different ones going on. Yeah. It could be a branch of what she's doing. I don't know. She was super cool. If I find a card, Miss Lady, I will give you a shout out. Yeah. But I don't have her. Miss Lady, that's, that's fine. So for you, like you've obviously yourself, and you've met other people that have been. Um, successful and mm-hmm. the business aspect of, of their life. So what's like the com- the common thread that you guys kind of share for you guys to reach that success, you know? Um, what's like the commonality we have? Yeah, the commonality, like, yeah, personality-wise, like work ethic. Um, I think when I connect with other entrepreneurs that are successful, I think we all kind of have our own definition of that. One thing that I connect with with other entrepreneurs is they understand there's no such thing as an overnight success. And mm-hmm. there's some people that own their own businesses that are extremely callous. Okay. And there's some I just won't connect with merely because like the way they carry themselves in a social setting, they almost bring me down in that setting. Right. Um, I think one thing that's consistent and linear with a lot of the people in my circle is they all want to make a greater impact. They have four purpose businesses. I could easily set up a drop shipping website through Shopify, launch ClickFunnels, and probably make a six-figure business in 90 days or less. A buddy of mine has a university that he does that. He's done it with 87 people this year that bought in with $100. He created this entire store, showed them how to do it, and so it's possible to do that. But what's the purpose? Put money in your pocket? Right. Sick. I can go work in a corporate environment and make money. What am I doing with it? If you are making money so you can have sustainability, so you can go travel the world and gain some perspective and make a travel itinerary. Like I have a buddy that I follow on IG who I went to high school and college with who's huge. He now makes itineraries for traveling for (laughs) itinerary.com, kayak.com. And he literally in the last three years blew up. Like him and his girlfriend are at Tomorrowland right now. They travel the entire fucking world. It's insane. If you're doing it to get fulfillment, I get that. But the commonality in my friends group is we all have a for-purpose business. Mine, this business allows people to have sustainability and to have peace of mind when they're dieting. Because so commonly people are dieting, they're crabbing, they want this, they want that. And I've said to people, guess what? You're dieting because you choose to. No one's holding a fucking gun to your head forcing you to do this. And if you feel that shitty, go eat. If you're hungry, eat. If you don't want to embrace the suck, don't. If you're not in it, don't do it. Yes, you're going to have challenging times and you're going to be tested on your diet, but if you are crabby every single day, one, get the fuck away from me. Two, (laughs) suck it up. Because I've dieted for many, many, many shows and I have nothing against people that do. And if I offend someone, I really don't care. You can message me and say anything you want. You pay, if you're a pro, $450 a year to stay a pro. You're the only pro that has to pay to stay professional. I'll say that for what it is. How much money do they make? Like if they actually win a competition? If they win... If they win, it depends, five to ten grand, but that does not pay for the drugs that they use to get there, that does not pay for the sponsorships, and I have friends that are huge in that industry that I've helped brand as they've gotten large. I've helped them 
parlay themselves into setting themselves up for success. Because if you have a monetary platform, yeah. while you're hot, that's when you hit it. Hit them hit with a fucking $10 ebook on your training strategies. We yeah. can easily make it through Canva.com. It'll take us 10 minutes. We launch it. We put a PayPal subscription on there to where they pay $10 a month and you send them a consistent ebook every month. Boom. You get 10 people on that, you're making 100 bucks. You get 20 people on that, 200 bucks uh, consecutively. All you have to do is make new content each month. It's fucking easy. Otherwise, you're relying on Turning Pro, getting these sponsorships. Newsflash. Those sponsorships don't exist unless you're the top five in the world. Yep. You're probably not getting there. I have a friend that's probably going to get pretty fucking close because he's got the genetics and he's got everything going for him. He just needs to be enabled. And that's why, like, he's listening. He knows exactly who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And he's going to crush it. This guy literally has put his head down for so long. He's humble. And he's having fun while he's doing it. This guy literally gets a rise out of talking shit to people when he's doing <laughs> shows. And, like, it's amazing to see him do this because he stays humble the entire time. And this guy's going to the Olympia later this year, and he's transparent. He's himself face-to-face -face, and who he is on Instagram. Like, he doesn't care who you are. He'll tell – dude, he talks shit to me. Like, I literally, like, dry-scooped pre-workout the other day, and he called me, like, an anal-dwelling butt-muncher on his story. And I was like, bro, I Fucking thought we were friends. And he's like, dude, you're lucky I didn't call you a nectar collector. Like, dude, all these – he's funny as fuck, man. Like, he's hilarious. But he's an example of people that maintain that humility as you get there. Yeah. Because it's great to have that status, but so many people have this ego that goes along with it. And it's just a part of the industry. It's a very vain industry. And that's why yeah. I was in a position where I could continue competing and try and gain um, status. Mm -hmm. And um, what's another word I'm looking for? I'll just use status for now. Um, validation is something that a lot of people search in that industry by getting a trophy that's 12 bucks it's great <laughs> if you turn pro and i admire people that have and i tip my hat to you but what you do with it is decisive of you how smart are you can you turn that into a business can you brand yourself that way if it's a personal accolade that's amazing i hope you have a career that can enable you yeah. in doing that a, a friend of mine her name's chandler i've watched this girl grind for years and years and years and her boyfriend jason shares some of the rawest information about competing. And he literally the other day shared, it's expensive to compete. This is a hobby. Yeah. And he literally said, the top five in the world are the people that get those sponsorships. Those don't fucking exist. Just to get by, you're gonna have to pay for your steroids. You're gonna have to pay for your gear. You're gonna have to pay for your supplements. Yeah, newsflash, we're all fucking on it. We're all on the same <laughs> shirt. It's time we talked about it. Eesh. And he's like, if you don't have a good career, this isn't the sport for you. Because if you can't afford the food, the good food, you're going to get sick. If you can't afford clean needles, you're going to fucking get MRSA. You're oh going to get a pity what? to do that. And he's is that transparent. It's, it was on his story. And, like, dude, I love how transparent he is because he's real. Because that's, that's cool. the dirty truth, dude. No one shares that. Damn. Oof. Lamborghini MRSA. And it's funny how, like, a lot of competitors, like, don't don't front to them using steroids. Huh? Well, that's the you first know. thing. They're like, no, I don't do it. This is like oh, my genetics. They, my genetics, you know? they say like, no or they don't deny it. They, they, they don't want to talk about it. They'll just switch it. Or, And the people that do talk about it are, like Joey said, they're out of it. They're done. Mm -hmm. they're Can like, we, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of we're going over, but I, I, I want to do a part two. Yeah. Oh, we could do a part two. What are you doing next week? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this conversation town. just started, but we're already like an hour and a half in. 
Yeah. So an hour and a half, plug away right here. Let us know anything, where they can follow yeah. you, what they could do. Hit them. Um, they can follow me at the Joey Wilder on Instagram or Joey Wilder on Facebook. Um, to check out the donut business at SD Protein Co on Instagram or Facebook. Um, we don't do Twitter. Um, we don't do Etsy. We don't do Pinterest or anything like that. Sorry <laughs> about it. I don't do all that. Um, I focus on the platforms that actually build businesses and brands. Boom. Um, yeah, that's it. I think I think that next week. Um, I think I think D's gonna be in Pittsburgh for the show. Pro. Yeah. yeah. for his pro card or whatever. Yeah. But I, because D, our, our friend, our friend uh, Cam. Okay. Um, Funkstone Cam on Instagram. He's, He's like, he's like the, the the realest guy you'll ever meet, right? Okay. And he's okay. he's on that. Oh wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like the realest guy you'll ever meet, and okay. he's, he's on that. and he just has like an incredible story and outlook. And I feel like going in the the motto of you connecting people who need to be connected, mm -hmm. you guys should probably connect. Yeah, I'm down for it. Swing. I literally will connect with anyone swing. and everyone. Anyway. I do want to have a part two. Do you guys want to have a part yeah, two? Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. have a part two. I'm down for it. Not next week. Whenever you, whenever you, whenever you can. No. But dude, whenever this, you guys are great, available. Great yeah. combo, I'll, I'll, I'll like, like I'll like do it. I'll do it Sunday. Yeah, I mean, know? dude, I've got this awesome <laughs> stuff called free time <laughs> now. And how, how do you have incredible. free time? You're building. Right, this we'll guy just talked about what he was doing for an hour and a half. He's like, I still have free time. I'm struggling to have two hours. Do you have more than 24 hours in a day? How'd you do that? How do I create free time, dude? I create processes. To I where I always wanted to have nonlinear income, to where I can make money if I'm away from my phone. It's constantly, we have a ton of retailers. We have an online store that's always open. We have social media presence and a story that keeps things up for 24 hours. So we have multiple ways that we're gaining exposure mm -hmm. that I don't have to monitor. Whereas in personal training, hour by hour, you have to train clients. Yeah. Week over week, you have to update a program. I have pictures on the website and I do a little bit of marketing. I've never once paid a dollar for marketing. Wow. Well, at all? I, I, not, at even all. Well, not even well, Facebook? Well, you're, you're not about to pay a dollar for this marketing, but ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. I had the, it was <laughs> Angel Food, I think it was? Yeah, yeah Angel, Angel Food Cake. cake. <laughs> and um, I mean, it was amazing, man. Not okay. even going to lie, that was a good ass donut. Yeah. It was. yeah. <laughs> that was a good ass donut. I mean, well, I going didn't into it, like, you thought you're like, okay, I know it's not going to be like a real donut, you know? I know yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm like, I thought it was going to be chalky. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be That's the thing about like, protein, you know, like but, protein cookies and everything. Yeah. It's like super chalky. And this yeah, stuff was. No, no, that was, that was like, that was a good ass donut. People think it's like super chalky, but it's actually pretty yeah. moist. Yeah. You can use the word it's moist. moist. I think that makes someone like moist. 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 If you got this far, Hashtag moist. Oh. <laughs> no, no, really though. Yes, please. This is a great ass interview. We are gonna do a part two. Um, we are running out of time though, and this you're, fun. you already got your plug in, but it was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah it's a pleasure. Guys. It was a good time having you, brother. Yeah, good time having you. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Thank you for making time for the peasants down uh, below. Dude, you guys aren't peasants at all. <laughs> We're all on the same wavelength. I promise. If you like it, subscribe as always. Tell a friend. Share anything. Stay tuned for part two. Remember to follow Joey. Follow us. Give us a Give us peasants some help. And yeah, stay tuned till next week. Peace. See you. Yeah, later, guys. <laughs>